Hey everybody, how's it going? This is uh, Ben Kitchings of the History of Voyager. As always, there are a zillion podcasts out there. Thank you very, very much for listening to mine. This is a podcast with a fellow named Anthony Mason. Uh, he's one of these people, in the words of Dan Carlin, that you you know but you've never met. I consider uh, Mr. Mason a basically an acquaintance of mine that I air quotes met on a uh, user board uh, forum on Facebook the unofficial I think they call it the unofficial common sense Facebook page uh, what's up guys how you doing y'all are gonna get this episode um, I also promote uh, the history voyager there uh, on occasion and you guys are are uh, good enough to let me do that and thank you very much um I have no idea truly how many people listen to this thing, but uh, I probably get a, a fair amount of listeners from there. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, the main reason I wanted to talk to Mr. Mason is, and we funnily enough didn't even, we basically grazed on it, but the main reason is because I'm fascinated by China. I'm I'm fascinated by people living in authoritarian regimes and he did he lived in China for a while and we basically pretty much uh, grazed grazed it and we had a talk about politics a little bit about mine a little bit about his uh, and we talked about uh, the Iraq war and things like that but uh, we had a pretty good talk, I think. Um, but he's coming back. Totally. He's definitely, definitely, definitely coming back. Um, but I, I really think, honestly, uh, that this, this is a, um, basically a phenomenal uh, revolution that, that we're a part of. Um this technological revolution that, that uh, we're a part of. And the more I'm in it, the more I start to realize that... Uh, the more I, I start to realize that it is a revolution and that whenever this ends, and I don't even know if I'm going to live to see the end of it, but whenever it ends... Um, the world is going to be very, very different. And it already is different with with the young kids. I mean, imagine if you can't remember a world before you could call somebody on Facebook Messenger. Or, you know, remember a world before you could interact with people on chat rooms and like that. All right, folks. Um, thank you. And uh, as always, there are a zillion podcasts. And uh, thank you for listening to this one. And uh, I'm having a great day, and I hope you are too. And I'll see you guys later. All right, bye-bye. So, hi, everybody. I'm here with Anthony, 
uh, who we know each other from, well, no, that's air quotes, no. Uh, we're on the same forum on Facebook, the Dan Carlin Common Sense. And I think we got to talking, and I just wanted to have you on my podcast because you seem like an interesting guy. And I guess I'm going to throw back the curtain a little bit. We've tried to do this a couple of times, so we've had... I don't know. We've talked, I guess, for several hours at this point, off and on. So, Howdy. <laughs> yeah. I am so, from from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I've uh, I've lived in China, and I've um, I, I I frequented the Common Sense uh, mm-hmm. Facebook group, unofficial so, Common Sense with Dan Carlin. The, the the place got shut down. And um, they started a new one. I was quite the, um, I, I quite the troll, quite, um, especially a few years back. I've, I've become a lot more moderate in my views. Um, but, yeah, I think you would have um, probably seen some of my posts. I'm, I'm actually looking at our um, post history right now. And wow. um, I think it was, yeah, you, you, you wanted to talk about democracy in one of them. Um, well, f- well, first I want to talk about, um, you told me this morning, um, you're in, you're still in lockdown and co for COVID which yes. in America, in America, half of my country doesn't even think lockdown is a thing. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, there's that problem too. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, something, um, it's, it's not, uh, it's pretty easy to, yeah. to laugh about because you know, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a ridiculous it's, situation. It's, In fact, uh, I think last time I talked to you, I, um, you were talking about COVID and I kind of just was like, oh yeah, that thing, you know, because, um, <laughs> I had, um, I was living in New Zealand, yeah. so we, we, it was basically ancient history. We went into lockdown very early. And um, yeah. I think New Zealand is, is it's considered um, one of the um, best responses in the world, because. Um, um, but yeah, we're all back. We're back to work, and we're just completely um, normal, and had forgotten about it. And then about a week ago or something, we um, we've just gone back into lockdown because there was a a leak of the Delta variant, and yeah, so. <laughs> But it is ridiculous that you, you get anti-lockdown um, people because um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, just no. like, let's just try to be mature about this. Like, we've got a problem here. We need to try and fix it. Um, I, I remember one um, one person, I was talking about, like, we just went into lockdown and um, now mm. it's no longer a problem. And the person wrote like, yeah, but at what cost? And I wrote back, you, you tell me. I mean, uh, uh, we're at a huge economic advantage by not having this, um, you know, running through the community and destroying a health system. So, well, I think part of the problem. Okay, so in the U.S., um, and I had to bump into this myself. Like, you know, yeah, okay, we've had a couple of checks, you know, a couple of times, but. Like, for example, the Biden administration um, sent out renter's assistant checks uh, because the CDC has our, our, I don't know what the analogous agency would be in New Zealand, but like our Centers for Disease Control yeah. uh, had decided that you can't have evictions during a pandemic 
which I guess totally makes sense. Mm. But um, so he sent out renters assistant checks that most of that money never actually got in the hands of the people at all. So there's that problem. Um, also like a lot of people in my country, um, and really this cuts across both parties, honestly. Um, a lot of people just don't think the government's going to help them or, or even think that it should. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know. It's a very, um, I think, yeah, it's very um, decentralized and um, mm. Um, mm. not, not. I think it's, it's a lot, lot to do with kind of like political culture and, and stuff like that. Um, mm. they, I think a lot of people are really in love um, with a hands-off um, type approach um, mm. and, and, and government staying out of people's business. So there's that and, and a lot of detail. Uh, distrust for, for government. I think that's a huge problem in the United States uh, uh, and conspiracy theories um, mm. and you know, just mm. a lot of political uh, distrust. Yeah, I mean, okay. Which is kind of deserved in a way because, um, you know, the <laughs> yeah. American government yeah. you know, done a little bit of lying and <laughs> over the years. Well, for sure. I mean, like Operation Northwoods used to be like, that's not real. And then was it the Air Force or whoever it was came out and said, actually, that totally happened. And here are the files to prove it. Uh, I'm not familiar with um, Operation Northwood. What's that? Uh, that was where the CIA... Okay, I'm going to throw the right alphabet soup agency under the bus here. Let me just Google it. Operation... Yeah, I'm clicking on it as well. It's so good to use Google, eh? People like to laugh at people that use Google. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty useful, people. should try it. Um, usually doesn't lie. You have to Google. You have to know what to Google. Oh, yeah, right. of course. You know, like people love to say you can't trust um, Wikipedia. But it's usually pretty good, you know. I mean, if, if you see something really silly on there, then maybe double-check it. Um, you wouldn't use it in a university um uh, paper or something, yeah. but it can be yeah. quite useful. Anyway, what is oh, it? Okay, so it's it was a proposed false flag operation against American citizens that originated with the Defense Department and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Oh, yes, the, I know about this. Yeah. The U.S. government in 1962 uh, proposed, basically the CIA, etc., proposed to stage an act of terrorism against American military and civilian targets, blaming the Cuban government and then using it to justify war on Cuba. Yeah. Uh, yep. And yep. this was declassified recently. Like, Well, it's good know. it was declassified. Yeah. It's like what Noam Chomsky said. Is that we're very lucky that with the United States, it's um, very open. You know, we, you, you, you can... Um, all the ba- a lot of the bad stuff they've done, I'm, I'm sure there are some secrets. They, they wouldn't be... Too earth changing, yeah. like um, like you know, there's there's aliens everywhere, but um, <laughs> you, you you do get to uh, see uh, so much um interesting uh stuff yeah. uh, and stuff that haven't been kept secret because um they do have systems that that, that will um make it more transparent, it's far more um open and and, and honest mm. and um totalitarian yeah. totalitarian places such as um Russia and China. So. 
Yeah, I mean, and one of the more fascinating things for me as a podcaster is I can I talk to people. Mm. And so like there's people on this planet that know about things that my country did that I guarantee you most Americans, like even most intelligent, educated Americans just have no idea that just no concept. Yeah. Happened. Yeah, I like, and yeah, <laughs> I, I there was um you know, about three years ago, I, I feel horrible speaking about it, but I, yeah, I was, um, yeah, it was about, not three years ago, it was about five years ago, I was uh, yeah, very, very anti-American. And it was, yeah, because I was learning about all, all these things that, that, that have mm. happened in, in history, and um, mm. yes, it, 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 was, it wasn't hard to get uh, quite worked yeah. up about it, but um yeah, Operation Northwoods. Um, yeah, and and after nine eleven, um, a lot of people would have looked at that, and that would have supported um, theories of um, mm-hmm. of of it being an inside job, which I don't. Um, I I don't I don't think it was an inside job, but don't ha- I don't think there's any yeah. major reason to think it was. Personally, myself, I, I know a lot of people are going to get angry if they hear that, but um, <laughs> I always think to myself, look, uh, we, we can, you know, I'm all into uh, talking saying bad things about the US government but let's yeah. let's try and like keep with the more kind of realistic stuff you know yeah all right um let's switch gears and move over to China cuz yeah the other thing the other box you tick is you went to China and i love talking to folks yeah. who went to China <laughs> yeah what would you uh like to talk about well first of all it's in the name this is a fundamentally a history podcast believe it or not um so you let's nail down the timeline when did you go to china oh when was it oh it was like i'm pretty bad at dates. uh 2016 i'd say mm-hmm. somewhere around there and um i would have been back by i think it was just before 2018 so two years basically yeah basically in china yeah um so what was um what was what did you think of China before you went? First of all, um, wow, what did I think of China? Um, it was well, growing up, I would have just thought, okay, you know, Asian country, um, and yeah, and then I finally went overseas, and it was really fascinating to go overseas, and um, they were just the big you know, communist state, you know, the big, the big, you know, I always kind of um, was fascinated mm. with history. Um, mm. And um, that's, that's what would have made it so appealing to me. Um, obviously, I, I was, um, yeah, it was, it was a, a country that is so much uh, more different than um, mm. my country. Well, you're in... Have we said where you're in New Zealand, right? So yeah. that's New Zealand for those of you who don't know. Um, I have folks all over the world. Um, New Zealand's a democracy, and um, yeah, well, I'd say it's um, yeah, it's a, it's in the what do you call it, Australasia? So it's next to Australia. Uh, we're sitting kind of right next to the Pacific, sitting at the bottom of it. Um, it was um, inhabited by the uh, 
native mm. uh, indigenous Polynesian people um, mm. around um, probably you know medieval times, probably thirteen thirteen hundreds or something, and they arrived there mm. and, they, and they they got their own culture, um, distinct um, Maori, but I think mm. you just say a lot of white people just say Maori. <laughs> um, yeah. The Maori people, and then um, they were uh, colonized um, by okay. British um, colonial powers. Um, in uh, yeah, around the eighteen hundreds, they probably first oh. made contact around the seventeen hundreds. I used to find New Zealand history very boring because um, <laughs> you know I'd go to the museum and say like, oh, I don't want to see the New Zealand stuff. I want to see like the armor and and you know all that kind of stuff and the World War Two stuff and and all that. But mm. then I um. Started getting interested in um, Cortez and his his landing in, in Mexico and and what happened there, mm. and it got me more and more interested in um, the colonial period. Um, video games, uh, Total War video games, mm. um, they they're, they're great for fueling people's uh, interest right. in history. And um, yeah, uh, so we were, me, okay. that's what so got me, me into the history of of New Zealand. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, so New Zealand's a democracy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I knew that. You knew that. Um, but somebody might not have. Um, so, and then you go from that to living in a communist state. So <laughs> what was, like, how did you wake up in the morning and realize you were in a communist state? Or better question, did you? I mean, was it ever, was it ever like a, you wake up in the morning and you realize, oh yes, I'm in a communist state, and here's why. Um, yeah, it, so yeah, so you, you do you want to know how much did did it kind of like affect my life, or how much did I see it? How much did you did first of all did it ever hit you in the face that you when, live in a communist state? Well, the second that I knew I was going to visit the place, it was fat. The idea that I was going to go to um a communist, a major, massive communist country um, was fascinating. It was amazing to see. It was amazing to, um, when I f first went there for a holiday, I was um, there when the security uniforms were still beige colored. They were kind of like this khaki. So you see all these security personnel around. They now wear black. But um, it, it was kind of neat seeing, you know, um, you know, just it's just so different from where I was from, um, and it, it is kind of neat seeing the um, you know the communist posters around and stuff, and it's kind of like um, I think communist tourism is quite interesting. You know, I, I would love to go to Cuba. Uh, um, I've been to North Com Korea. Communist tourism—that's something I've never. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably not that big, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I did the Young Pioneers tours. They they often go to um, weird countries, you know. Um, uh, they they go communist yeah. tours in Russia and go see um, artifacts and you know um, museums and, and oh. significant places. So, like, there's like a travel agency or like a group that intentionally lets you vacation or whatever in communist countries. Yeah, oh. they're called the uh, Young Pioneer Tour. Um, oh. And then there'd be probably other ones that do it, but um, yeah, yeah. They then then they expand and they they even do um, Iran um, and and various yeah you know, those strange countries like um, Kazakhstan <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Their their, wow. their motto is um, you know taking you to places your mum 
would rather you didn't or something like that. Um, but you know, it's yeah. fun. I, 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 you know, I don't think, um, you know, what, what they're doing is really uh, like immoral or anything. I think some people would, I think some people would, um, would, would think it's really bad, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't know that it's, it... well, so right now there's, there's a group of young people that are essentially they're Americans. They're from somewhere in Southern California. Yeah. And they're trapped in Afghanistan. I don't know if there's at the at the moment we're talking right now. I don't know that they're still trapped. Are they, why are they there? Well, that's what's so. Um, I want to use my words carefully here because I have a platform. Uh, let's say this. I'm gonna say it this way. If I were in char, if I were in that school, because it was a school group, right? Yeah. If I were a teacher or whatever administrator in that school, I would not have okayed this trip. Oh, yeah. But there was a class trip to Afghanistan. Oh. Uh, and the funny thing about I'm funny is the wrong word. The the crazy insane thing about that is right. As sudden as Joe Biden has been saying has been pulling out of Afghanistan, right? Mm. He's also been saying for years, right, that mm. I think Afghanistan was a mistake. Mm. Yeah, and I'm gonna, you know, just saying. <laughs> yeah. The, this yeah. school, this school. What kind of school is this? Uh, I think I don't know. Don't don't um, tell me it's some sort of like missionary. <laughs> I think the kids were like Afghani kids. I I don't remember, uh, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I read, yeah. Right. I guess so. I read. I, I read this story in the paper. Uh, yeah. And again, he's they've been airlifting out over a hundred thousand people. Yeah, it's, it's exactly a, it's exactly like when the the, the Viet Cong oh the mm. North Vietnamese Army took um, Saigon or oh, was it mm. Saigon? Yeah, Saigon. At the end yeah. of the yeah. Vietnam War, it's exactly the same, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, but faster. <laughs> mm, yeah, I haven't actually been yeah. following the situation that closely, um, but um, mm. yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. yeah, so people people are really getting pissed off with Biden about it, I suppose. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's in my country, you know, just like you have orange man bad, you also have blue man bad, so. You know, there's it's like our politics are teams almost. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I think that's a quote. <laughs> I think somebody said that. Somebody famous or whatever, some political scientist or something said that. Like our politics, or you might as well just have teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't really followed it that closely. I remember just hearing Biden's. He he. If to start with, he just made some statements that um. It made me think. Okay, well, at least he's being brave about it. He's been kind of, he kind of said, um, you know, this isn't going to be nice. This is kind of going to be painful. And uh, but you know, what a, what a choice does he have? I mean, he can't can't continue. It's so what what to me is like so um, interesting or telling or whatever the word is I want to use there is 
So I've known people that fought in Afghanistan practically since we started. Okay. Yeah. And I've never met anybody who said anything other than, I don't know what, it's a colossal waste. Yeah. Um, I actually had a guest on my podcast, the most recent podcast I released. Um, she fought in Afghanistan. And she said that they would say, like, as soon as we leave, it's just going to go back to the way it was. Why are yeah. we even here? Yeah. So. It's sad, isn't it? It is. It is. But, so, okay. So, like, you're in China. And it's 2016. And you've woken up in the morning. You've been there for a while, but you've woken up in the morning and you're like... Uh- Oh, okay. In a, in a non-communist country, this would be different. <laughs> what what um, is the this that would be different? Hmm. Let me think. Okay. Um. Well, I guess you know you, you go up and you, you you have to use a VPN, search on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um. At the time, I was surprised how much stuff you could look up without a VPN. You couldn't look up pornography. <laughs> Yeah, can't can't find porn. Really? Yeah, porn's illegal on in a, China. Yeah, <laughs> on a VPN even you couldn't. Oh no, no, on a VPN you can uh, now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, um, on their um, without a VPN at the time you could um access BBC News, CNN, Fox News, even Breitbart. So um, yeah, they had a lot of um, I th- I've heard that BBC has since been banned because of the the, the covering of um, Xinjiang. But um yeah. yeah um yeah what else would I see I'll go out in the morning maybe there's people smoking in the um inside buildings <laughs> you see a lot less of that now um you see the Yushanka hats during winter you know that reminds what are, me of communism what are, the, what are the Yushanka hats you know the Russian hats the the you know oh, Russian oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah I've actually got one I've got one right here actually. Um, there's that photo of Mao. I think he's wearing one of those. I didn't, I never did the name of it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah. it's a very right. famous Russian hat. You, you, you see them, um, in, in Russia, China, but you also see them in the U S I've, I've seen a lot of people, you know, South Park hat. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's, um, Kyle, Kyle has a, has one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I've actually got one myself because, um, they're really, really practical and they're really, really cool. And, um, they're warm, yeah. is what they are. Yeah, and I was driving. Yeah. I drive along, and I'll be stop at red lights, and then someone will yell out the car, "Hey, bro, you Russian? <laughs> cool hat." <laughs> yeah. Um, my dad yeah. married a, a Ukrainian, and um, I got given these um, oh, uh, U- uh, Russian hats when I was a child, and um, they actually had the um, hammer and sickle uh, logo. Um, but I don't have them anymore. But I wanted another one. But I thought I, I don't want to wear um, uh, a hammer and sickle on my hat. People are going to look at me and think, I'm no, but, yeah, yeah. But, but I got this East yeah. German one. <laughs> yeah, East German. Yeah. But and it has like this badge on it, and um, yeah, it's really cool. It's funny having a hat of a country that no longer exists, East Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder um, who. Ma- I've never thought this before, but I wonder who made those hats. Like, what? 
would just the state make it or the companies? Or? Oh, yeah. Um, that was cheap and there's millions of them online. So um, I'm, I think the reason there's millions of them online is because, you know, what would have, they're, they're for security and police force. And um, oh, okay. I, I bet you that they probably made millions of them for the, um, the forces. And then um, and mm. whatever it was, 89 to 91, East Germany um, split up, mm. uh, became one country. So East mm. Germany uh, ceased to mm. exist. And therefore, the hats were made um, kind of, you know, they would have just been sitting. There's probably millions yeah. of them all over the world now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I, I think yeah. Very early on in my in my trip to China, before I started working, um, yeah, I went and visited Tiananmen Square. I wanted to see um, uh, Mao Zedong, uh, Mao Zedong's entombed body, um, oh. but um, just you know, because it would have been interesting to have seen. Um, but the lines were far too long, and I I couldn't be bothered. Um, but you know, uh, Tiananmen Square is very heavily, um, uh, obviously, huge, huge uh, uh, military presence. There's uh, guards mm. all over the place. Um, whenever there's a meeting in Beijing, the the political um, center of of China, um, you'll you'll see a lot of uh, army soldiers kind of uh, making their presence known and and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Wow, it's, it's I mean, amazing. I don't know how old you are, but I remember, like, I remember being a, a child, watching the evening news in the kitchen. Yeah, and you could literally see, like, there was a, the student, and he was blocking the tank. He was mm. stepping in front of the tank, and the tank was trying to get around him, and he kept doing that. I don't know why, but that just always stuck with me. That literally just always, always stuck with me. Oh, yeah. It's a powerful, powerful yeah. Um, yeah. photo. I wonder what happened to that guy. Nobody nobody knows. Yeah. Maybe yeah, some knows. or some people might yeah. know, or maybe nobody knows. Who knows what happened? I bet you to some that. people working for the Chinese intelligence services and whatever, I bet they know. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, they might know. I wonder, yeah, I wonder what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah. Um, so like, you didn't have bread lines in China. I mean, what did you? You could. What was yeah, it like? Bread lines. To, yeah. What was it like to live there, basically? Um. It, yeah. I I loved it. I I really I really loved it. I um. Yeah. I, I thought it was um really good. Um. Like yeah. And and you. Know, what probably got you wanting to talk to me is. Yeah, that big post I, I made. Um, you talking said about it. Yeah, you said it wasn't communist, but it wasn't democracy either. And I was like, I want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it, it it depends on like what um what what you define as um communist. It's it's very hard to to give these labels, but I I think it would be quite easy to to say that they. Um, and I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but I think it's very easy to say they're not communists at all and are extremely capitalist in some ways, aren't they? Well, from okay, so you you will be the third podcast I've posted. That's the key word in that sentence that yeah. I've posted about China. Mm. And what I've been able to glean is that the cities for the elite and for 
I guess people like you would have been like the tourists, people like that. Um, and like the students and some of the students and whatever. It's not as authoritarian, but for the people like the regular folks where you have these nail, what they call nail houses. Nail you know, houses. Where, What's that? Okay. It, it's like there's a. Okay. So it's like. It's really strange. It's like, so there's a sorting system in China. Mm. It's like you can be rural or urban. Oh, they, yes. They, they give you what you call, what they call a, uh, I'm going to mispronounce it, but it's like a hukou, mm. I think it is. And like, so they had, there was a reform movement. And so they decided, well, these areas are going to be cities. And these areas are going to be countryside. So they made new cities. Like mm. They built new cities. Yeah. And so you could have like an apartment building, but you are zoned for rural, mm. but you live in a city. Oh, yeah. Right? And so the nail house is where it's like they've knocked down every part of the apartment, but where you live. Mm. And like you can see those photos of like there's one where there's there's a road. It's in the middle of a road, like literally in the middle of a road, and they build the road around it. Mm. Or I saw this one on YouTube that was just really crazy. It was like this guy. Um, he was the one person left in his building, mm. and he was holding out, and they they were bringing in the police. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. they they um. Yeah, in some ways it's quite good. Like I just view it as um, it's good that um, you know, they're able to do stuff. You know, if they want to do something, they can do it. It's good being able to do stuff. Yeah, like I don't know, books and trains or something. But um, it's it's quite yeah. The way it works is um, it's quite uh, yeah, reasonably complicated. Now I don't know a lot about it. The the that woman from Sino Sino Babel, she was very very good and, and did a good job of explaining it. Um, mm, and yeah. I think you had another guest on and he kind of worded it in a way where it's like, they don't have freedom to move, that you can't live where you want or something. And it's a little bit more complicated than that. And she put it, um, and quite, uh, she put it well, it was like, um, mm. let's just say you're a billionaire, you can do what you want. Um, you can't just go live wherever you want. You have to be like, um, invited by your job so you can apply for a job in another part of the country you get the job then you'll get the paper saying hey you can live here um what you know uh, i'll just men mention yeah a good saying that i want to is that um i think a celebrity chinese celebrity was drink driving or something and he recorded himself doing it and got banned from social media and got in trouble with the government but as it said uh chinese people it's like they live in a cage but the um the cage is so wide that they can sometimes live their whole entire lives in a cage and not know they're in one. But um, mm. the, uh, as and and so I don't I don't think um, it's a const uh, it, it, it's quite as bad as as what they're trying to make. However, um, yes, there has been very brutal um, um, forced evictions and stuff like that, and mm. um, the, mm. yeah, can't really uh, defend that um i can't really say um that's a good thing and it's it's it, yeah quite brutal well, and that's, they'll I go mean, into beijing and um yeah. a lot of the, the ripping up of the the hutongs and, and 
and stuff like that. They they can be mm. quite ruthless. And the the Chinese government, um, they do have a very uh, a cold and um, um, cold way of viewing uh, bureaucracy. A cold way of viewing what? Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy? Uh, Is that the right bureau- word? Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Okay, okay. English, um, a common language disuniting people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, those... Um, mm. are, are, you, are you referring to some of the, the forced evictions that you've seen that were making the news at various points? I remember yeah. seeing those growing up when I was younger. It was, yeah, quite a big deal. I mean, I've seen those, but it's not even that. It's like it's where you would think an eviction to be one thing, but this is where you're literally, you literally knock down the entire apartment block, except for like where this one guy lives and you built the city around it, but you're still kind of trying to force him out with the military or maybe the security forces or whatever. Mm. Um, I saw that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just kind of crazy. Um, I know that I've heard that there were a lot of um, people in Beijing who were previously really poor, but they were given a huge amount of money because of the Beijing Olympics. They were basically just brought out. So it's mm. you got this um, situation of like all these um, uh, people driving Ferraris and stuff, and apparently everybody hates them. Everyone in, in Beijing hates those uh, people. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've heard stories about um, there was a podcast I did that that didn't make the air, and that was for my reasons and not not theirs, but they talked about how, so they have these village elders. There's a system where it's like these village elders. Yeah. But, like, instead of a village, it's, like, for the apartment. Oh. So, like, the one... So the government or the local branch of the Communist Party or whatever sits down with this village elder and they basically pay the village elder all this money. And what happens is a lot of times the village elder just takes the money and like their family's fine and everybody else is screwed over. Mm. So that's a problem. Um, Yeah. Corruption. Yeah. yeah, quite, Quite rife. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So you're okay. So for the purposes of posterity, yeah. Let's talk about lockdown for you. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Love it, huh? Yeah, I get to uh, sit at home, do recreational activities. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very nice. Is the government um, paying you guys or? Um, well, it's actually kind of a, compl- uh, so last lockdown, yes, I got paid, was saving okay. huge amounts of money and all that kind of stuff. Um, I've just recently become an independent contractor. Um, I won't go into all the details, but, um, uh, okay. no, no, I, um, I, I'm not getting money right now, but I'm yes. sure if I needed it, I could probably, um, uh, have, uh, benefits, uh, by working income. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about this world we live in today is that it's like you can have, there's all these jobs you can have, but, you know, you're you're in your bedroom doing this job, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. And but you're but you're like working in Germany or wherever. <laughs> but you're in your bedroom, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, but you still have like New Zealand has health or what do you call it? You call it uh what's your healthcare situation called in New Zealand? Um oh, I don't know. Um healthcare. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um I'm, but it's I'm provide sh- it's provided by the government or Oh, I I believe every country on the planet, except for the United States, um, provides healthcare. <laughs> Don't yeah. they? Yeah. Not us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only ones. Yeah. It's quite well, ridiculous. I mean, we do kind of, kind of, sort of. Yeah, it's a huge patchwork system. Did, did you yeah. listen to Dan Carlin's uh, Common Sense episode, um, Unhealthy Numbers? I need to go back and re-listen to that. But oh, I did. I'll send it to you because... Um, it it yeah. just blew me away. Like yeah. I, I I I um yeah I I was having some arguments with um some Americans, you know, right wing Americans who were trying to support it, and then I listened to that Dan Carlin episode, and wow, he he does such an amazing job of yeah. um breaking it down, and he did it in a way where if you're a right wing person, you you're you're going to um agree with him that that this is what's going on um to me the thing to me that i think we need to work on in this country that it's a real problem is the inequality but the inequality in certain ways like there's things that inequality does that it's damning for a long time and you oh yeah yeah you, any, I think it's any um, kind of various types yeah. of experts can recognize that that, that it, it, it's very damaging for a country. Um, mm. I remember, in fact, going back to China, I remember I was, there's um, you know, this American guy, and he was a young guy, and <laughs> yeah, listening to him um, talking, he was like, um, man, yeah, China, it's uh, yeah, it's really um, it's really amazing, amazing country to be in, but the inequality is so bad. Inequality is so bad. And then I was like, hmm. And I went and looked up and said, like, top five countries for inequality. And, like, the United States is number one. And uh, guess oh. where China is? Not number one. I'm no, they weren't, they weren't even on the top five list. I think they were, like, number seven or something. But um, inequality in China would be getting a lot worse. Um, yeah. Especially I mean, since the, the market reforms. Um, Oh, right. a lot yeah. of people think it's gone too far yeah well to me like the the what the pandemic for example has shown me is you're not even talking about I mean you're talking about half the house as far as inequality you're not even talking about neighborhood or neighborhood to neighborhood or whatever you're literally talking house to house because you can have um you can have if you have a high speed internet and you have the right sort of framework as to what you're looking for yeah you know but yeah we have a congress lady who for example doesn't even believe apparently apparently i don't know but she says she does not believe that covid is real Oh, what, what's her name? She must be a Republican, obviously. Well, she, well, okay, she doesn't say COVID's not real. She says the vaccine doesn't work and the, oh. uh, you know, 
blah blah. But yeah, her name is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, uh, her is she? Is yeah. so? Is she in your state? She is actually. She's in my state. And wow, yeah, that must be. Um, it's, yeah, if, if you're if you're an, an, yeah. an intelligent person, um, right? That that doesn't. <laughs> uh, it, it just it must be. Um, if I was in your situation and I was living there, and that was um, a, a a person who um, mm. was she is she some sort of like governor of some description of of your state? Okay, no. The oh, way it, it works. Okay, so the way it works is, um, so she's in the. Let me let me Google it. I'm 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 gonna Google it. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Okay. It 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 be, it's terribly um sad that, that that that's what's happening. You know, okay. I mean, I could laugh at you and 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 say that that's really funny and and stuff, but and mock you, but it's just it's just sad. It's really. Well, I mean, to be fair, quite tragic. Um, it's tragic, sure, but okay. Here, I'm going to Google up Georgia's congressional districts. Um, so this way I can tell you. She's in the 14th district, okay? Mm. The 14th district is very, is northwest Georgia. So it's very mountainous, very hilly. Uh, There's some fairly remote places in the 14th district. I mean, not, you know, in terms of global terms, but in terms of the United States, some pretty remote hard to reach places um you know um it's i would say i don't even i don't know if they have this term in new zealand but it's sort of very sub it's very exurban Mm. atlanta it's you know the the far-flung outer suburbs i would say yeah yeah so that's that it's the reason she gets um yeah yeah so that's probably where most of her or most of the people in that district are. Yeah. Um, but she lives actually in the seventh or not the seventh. She lives in the sixth district. Yeah. Of which is a, a very urban, very affluent district. Yeah. Um, she lives there, which is, in, it's, um, I don't know. You know, part of me is like, it's a tragedy, but part of me is like, you know, these people voted for that. You know, they obviously wanted it. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, so yeah, I took on a very um, optimistic view of China, and one of uh, back back then. Um, and I certainly don't have an optimistic view of China now. But you know, at the time, one of the things I would have thought is, um, you know, at least you haven't got any leaders that believe in like magic. You know, like the world's not going to come to an end, or there isn't going to be like. Um, yeah. yeah, these are very crazy people. Like she is a, a conspiracy theorist, but you've also got, um, um, you know, very high up uh, politicians who who believe in magic. But then there's also just a lot of their regular thinking. Um, I, they're actually quite like psychopathic. Like a lot of them hold, um, foreign policy positions uh-huh. that um might be normal if you've listened to them, but. If you actually take a step back and actually think about it and look at it from an a like from the Martians' perspective, as Dan Carlin would do, mm-hmm. um, you think these people are insane. Like the conversations they this is um, I'm actually kind of just copying what 
Noam Chomsky said. But, no, um, right. They, they yeah. are insane. If you if you actually listen to what, the things they talk about, um, it, it, it's quite crazy. Like the um, the Mercers, I think it's the Mercers are. They have some pretty crazy views, like the, yeah, the well, well, even just normal American views. Like a lot of a lot, like mm -hmm. I hear Americans, they'll say, um, "Sorry to interrupt you." Um, no, go, uh, no, please interrupt. <laughs> you know, you'll hear Americans say um, they'll talk about whether or not like, there's no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, and it's just shocking. I'm just like, why? Do, why? The idea that you can attack a country because um, they have weapons of mass destruction is complete madness, you know. And it you just drive it goes you kind of go crazy looking at it, you know. I mean, okay. you know, if, if Saddam is saying they had weapons of mass destruction, you don't attack a country because of it, you know. But when you listen to some um, yeah. Americans talk about it, it's as if that that's like a, a normal thing, you know. So explain, okay. So I know what you're talking about. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, I have a I haven't I have a habit of um talking in a way where it's like this is my major yeah. assumption and I'm just going to talk about it as if you um right. I, I no, know it or I, agree. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm. Uh so there was some thought uh that was debunked, officially debunked that uh Saddam I'm going to say his name wrong. Saddam Hussein or Saddam Hussein or however you say it. Mm possessed weapons of mass destruction and according to i guess the central intelligence agency and and or some in the cia though not all uh and the bush administration and the white house at the time they kind of thought that you know he could he could be a major player in the i guess in the region and they didn't want that essentially yeah yeah right um, uh, and I, I, I would um, now maybe I'm biased here, but I, I would I would call that um, you know quite a generous way of looking at it. You know, it wouldn't be hard to um, kind of. I'm not an expert on the situation that happened. I'd have to kind of almost study it again. But um, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's a case of um, they wanted to believe there were weapons of mass destruction. You know, that's so obvious. We know that. Well, but it's I mean, also because these people are just—they're yeah, very, very um, like they're not smart people. A, a lot of them, um, their knowledge on um, what's going on there is uh, is not uh, that good. Like a lot, they're, they're the type of people where if you ask them basic questions about the geopolitical situation and and, and the, the, these governments and what they the, the enemy is thinking mm. and stuff like that, um, they wouldn't have good answers, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Give, give me an example of that. Oh, um, okay. I wish. Let me try and think of one. There was one. There's a very good one about Vietnam, but I, I, I don't remember. So there was one where um, somebody uh, asked a question about mm. the different um, kind of uh, religious groups and. Maybe Iraq, or it might have had something to do with Osama bin Laden. I don't know, but and, and he basically mm. he couldn't answer the question, and um, mm. and and I, yeah. I so I'm not giving you a good example because I don't know who the guy was or what his job was. But he had a job where it's like you, you should and know was this a, about was this a what you're talking about. 
Was this a oh. government person, or, or was it just a? This was a government person. Yeah, a high up government person. I don't know if okay. I don't know what, if yeah. he he could have been a military person. I don't know. Um, but well, he, the, or he was a yeah. person who, who might have been making policy. I just don't remember. Another perfect. Okay, so here's one about. Um, um, so mm. the the United States government, um, for a long time, they believed that all communist countries. For a very long time, there was this assumption in their strategies that um, communist countries were pretty either controlled by Moscow or, you know, were told what to do by Moscow. And, and, and you know, a lot of experts are looking back and thinking they were completely wrong. You know, the, 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 these yeah. communist countries were, were often um, uh, not controlled by Moscow. I mean, look at China. They, they were never controlled by Moscow. And I think well, America that, smartened up to them, and that, that, that's when that's the, so um, true, right. the, the, as far the, the as shift, China goes. the shift, yeah, yeah America, yeah, uh, the Nixon goes. visit. Yeah. Um, I was talking to, hmm, I was talking to this guy, um, and I don't remember if this made the podcast or not, Yeah. but I remember him saying that he really thought that the reason Nixon went there was to was to open up the factories, uh, the American factories in China. Oh, that would have that would have been a motivating factor, I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, and, and and also put a wedge, uh, probably to um, you know, put a wedge between China and um, uh, the Soviet Union. Maybe I, I, I don't know, but yeah, that was he was big on that. Nixon, he he was, he he was big on that, putting a wedge between the Soviets and whoever else. But uh, yeah, yeah, right. So let me ask you, from several thousand miles away, yeah, what do you see um, the future of America from several thousand miles away, outsider perspective. What do, what do you what do you think? <sighs> I don't know. It's really hard to um, yeah. to uh, speculate. It's it's hard to know what happened anywhere in the world in the, in the next two hundred years. Um, I, I I think um, <laughs> you know, environmental catastrophe. Is, is we don't know what how bad it could get in the next two hundred years, and I, I think there is a possibility that um you know that could have um, effects on the US that that could cause it to um break up you know it's not outside of um around possibility you know, parts breaking off or whatever yeah um but I I really don't know um if you'd asked me five years ago I would have said um. Yeah, that, that that the country, um, a, a dictator type thing could happen. It, it came very close, like fairly close. Um, there mm. was signs of that with with Trump that you know he he mm. really was going down that route, and um, mm. Mm. yeah, I, I, so that was that's quite a serious risk. Um, there, there's a pos, yeah, okay, with Trump, one thing I said early on, um, mm. is that you know. No, I'm, I'm actually stealing this from Noam Chomsky. I should acknowledge that. <laughs> he, um, 
and people and, and right wing people are going to hate me for that. But mm. you know, he's he said something that's so true is that Donald Trump is clownish. You know, imagine if there was um you know a smart um and and um you know well spoken and, and you know maybe even handsome and sharp you know person who who was um going to take control of America and um uh lead it down a, a possible um you know very bad path and I highly doubt it would be um any kind of communist thing I think it's more likely to be something that would look quite fascist and and um Donald Trump certainly looked fasc- quite fascist yeah. so there are a fascist <laughs> things happening in the future I think is a possibility though who knows you know the thing um, the thing that I always think is is sort of from a political science perspective that I always kind of think is just wrong mm-hmm. about our about my country that mm-hmm. is perceived by some of the people who live here mm-hmm. is that you know, in the event of a revolution, you know, it will be the left having the revolution. Mm. Um, yes, you'll have what happened in Portland or Seattle or whatever, but there were some very unique things going on there that were very unique. Whereabouts? Um, Seattle and Portland and... When when was something happening and um, what was it? I know that's well, a very um, left wing part of the United States. Yeah, you had well, it's not okay. So let's get when where it was and what was going on. So you had um, these protests in Portland. Well, there were a lot of what started out as peaceful protesting yeah. about George Floyd, uh, the death of George Floyd. Oh yeah, and and then around in Portland or. Seattle, I forget which one it was, but the peaceful protest sort of went pretty sideways. Yeah. Um, in a section of Seattle. Yeah. And or Portland. Yeah. And so what some of the, I guess, I don't know, leftist people want to say, or just people, is that if we have a revolution in this country, it'll be a left-wing revolution. Yeah. And and I don't think so. I, I think, honestly, if we have... Um, a revolution in this country will be on the right because yeah, I mean, well, I, I was yeah. I, I just said before, um, yeah, it's more likely to look fascist, but hey, look, um, the, um, I I do what what I think the best thing that could happen is um, in the future, um, uh, America just becomes more and more progressive to the point where they're like um, I don't know, some sort of progressive European country. You know, I think that would be the best thing um for them. Um, and yeah. it, it might might happen. Um, but yeah, I I hope so. Yeah, the- I I hope so. Um, yeah, and the good thing, I mean, there's a lot of good things about this country. As many bad things as there are, there's there's a lot of yeah. good things. Yeah. Um, like, you know, for example, our freedom of speech, or you know, or the way we we can be accepting of people. Yeah. You know, yeah, but you know, um, um, uh, you know, other country, uh, other countries also um, have freedom of speech, um, and, and usually the only thing that makes America's ones better is is it's usually just, you know, like 
quite extreme stuff. Um, and I, you know, it's just, um, it's like, you know, try not, if you're an American, try not to feel like, um, you're the only place that has freedom of speech. Cause I think a lot of Americans don't, um, yeah, kind well, of feel like, that way. Well, like, I mean, it's like, yeah, okay. We, we can't, you know, there's some places you can't say that the, the, the Holocaust didn't happen. Uh, do I agree yeah. with that? Mm, I kind of admire it in some ways, but, um, yeah, at the end of that, no, I don't think it should, it should be illegal, but it's not too surprising if it is. Um, and, and, you know, obviously hate speech, it's always going to be, um, a contentious subject, but, um, mm. America is very absolute with their, their, um, probably one of the most absolute countries when it comes to, um, freedom of speech. And Hey, um, a, a part of me does admire that. Um, um, I, you know, I'm, I don't have a strong opinion either way. I think, um. Uh, I didn't have a strong opinion until I t- I'll tell you the truth. I did not have a strong opinion one way or the other about freedom of speech until I started promoting my podcast in Asia. Okay, what happened? Then, <laughs> so I'm on this uh, podcast in Asia. Yeah. And she has to say, she has to proclaim certain things. Um, so that she doesn't Singapore, so oh, that she yep. doesn't get arrested or whatever. Oh, what was she what talking a, about? Uh, COVID, actually. Okay. What? What? Um, was she? What was she saying about COVID? Well, no, that's the funny thing is that she was. I was saying about COVID. Oh. And what I was saying about COVID was it wasn't that I. I was just saying like the real stuff, like the real mm. actual scientific stuff, and not you know some. You can you can find people in this country that will tell you things about COVID that is just you, like you were saying earlier about politicians and whatnot that don't know what they're talking about. Mm. Yeah, that like mm. you can really find like there's there are states in my country where there's more people taking the horse dewormer than the actual medicine. Yeah, or the actual vaccine. Yeah, and that is just mind blowing to me. Yeah. Yeah. And um so, and, and what, what what was what was she what was was she needing to be careful about like about what specifically? Well, like she had to say that this was for entertainment purposes only. I remember that. And right. things like that. And I asked her about that. Yeah. And she said, "Well, the Singapore the Singapore government listens to my podcast." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, well that's cool. You're getting attention from the government." Yeah, because you know that's automatically what I would think, right? Because yeah. I'm an American, mm. and she, no, 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 you don't want attention from the government in Singapore. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, oh, it didn't, didn't, didn't sound too bad, does it? Well, she was talking about how like you can be arrested for what and stuff. Well, for saying things they don't want you to say, like what, like things about the virus or things about the government in Singapore. I remember like that was a thing we couldn't talk about was the politics in Singapore. Okay. You're not allowed to talk about the politics in Singapore at all. Apparently not. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and then you like, um, I had a, Another podcast, or was it? I was on their podcast because because um again, I I don't want to take a, yeah. a, a strong position on um uh yeah 
I mean, to, to me, I, I, I questioned you on that. It didn't sound like anything that bad, but um, that, that I'd know of. But yeah, one thing about lying, um, you know, people lying or, or saying things which aren't true, you know, it, 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 that, that can be quite um, yeah, yeah, bad, you know. So what, what do you um, – I, 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 I can't – yeah, I can't say that um, these people should be stopped because I do quite like – Freedom of speech, but um, I, yeah, I try not to, to uh, become too um, fanatical with with the idea of it. You know, I I know what you're saying, and uh, I mean, but there's a difference between lying and like, you know, I just want to talk about your government, and yeah. she's like, we can't talk about that. We can't. Okay, talk I, about I, that. I I yeah. all right, yeah, um, yeah. Singapore is quite a famously um, very. Yeah. How do you describe Singapore? They're a very interesting um, country. Um, it's a it's a remnant of uh, colonialism somehow. Well, the, yeah, they're a city state. They 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 had yeah. um they have so they've had a very stable background as um you know a lot of um uh, English um kind of systems. It's just like Hong Kong, you know, they, it was quite advanced and and had um stuff that was kind of real based off English law, but they um. Mm. I, I yeah I don't um, I'm not an expert on Singapore's government. I, I I did some reading about it when I visited Singapore. It's an amazing city. It's beautiful. It's very um, yeah. very nice city. Wow, um, you've been to Singapore, huh? Yeah, yeah. You, it's a very famous. Um, if it, their their airport is uh, the biggest airport in the world and uh, very modern, and it's like um, Disneyland. <laughs> I've seen their airport. I've seen the video mm. of their airport. It's it's insane. It's like wow, that's huge. Yeah, that's really big. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it makes me want to read about um, the laws in Singapore about speaking about the government. I know, yeah, they've right. got weird. Like, apparently, in in Singapore, it's illegal to criticize someone's religion, and but it's also illegal to criticize someone for not having a religion. <laughs> it's also illegal to. Um, Take a shit and not flush the toilet. <laughs> wow! Yeah, it's it's illegal. To, you're not allowed to have chewing gum uh, because of just how hot the country is, and it's a city state. It would just be kind of messy. I um, remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and like apparently the they have to put it politely. They have a. Truly zero tolerance policy on drugs. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, politely. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's quite tragic hearing um, yeah. you know, people yeah. have been uh, in trouble for drugs in Asia. It's um, like they they took a joint. Somebody, there was a somebody who just took a joint to Singapore, just one joint. Yeah, and he ended up in real trouble. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now, off. There's the caning. Yeah. They, they 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 do. It's quite unusual that they they'll, they'll yeah. that's part of their um yeah justice system is is caning people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Singapore cane. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <sighs> so, um, Here what do you here. like about um? New yeah. Zealand, like what's what's the cool things about New Zealand? 
Well, um, I've always uh, always hated New Zealand, you know. Ah, I'm just <laughs> um, it, yeah, I think um, what it, what is cool about New Zealand? Um, well, what? Okay, tell me about New Zealand first of all. Why do we have to make it be positive? It can be negative. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah. So a lot of people say it's very beautiful. Um, you know. Um, mm where Lord of the Rings was filmed, so it's got some amazing uh, landscapes. Um, Auckland's our mm. biggest city in the north. It's where I live. Um, yeah. Uh, naturally, the the I, I find ecosystems very interesting and animals in the animal kingdom. So naturally, it was all birds when um, mm. you know before humans got here. And then we introduced sheep and possums mm. and dogs and stuff. Um. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's an island, so you would have had to bring dogs and whatever. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Yeah. The eagles and moa was was there originally, but it's quite amazing looking at um deforestation that's happened over the last you know mm. three hundred years and um you know eight hundred years. It's Saw a picture yeah. of New Zealand from space, and everyone was like writing, "Man, it looks so beautiful." And I'm like, "No, it looks completely barren and <laughs> overfarmed, and <laughs> you know." Yeah, uh, I, I love to. I love to take a negative, um, self-deprecating view. I've of, noticed that. Yes, <laughs> like I've done it with your country, with my country. I just didn't do it with yeah. China. I just loved it in China. You know. I, the first like so, year, year, I didn't even want to be around the other foreigners. I just wanted to just be by myself or just you know living in my own little Chinese world. But um, what did you like about China that you didn't like about anywhere else? Um, I I I, I like Chinese people. I think that the 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 very um, nice and and um, interesting. A lot of them are very curious. Mm. Um, but at the time, um, I, I, I hated my country because, um, my country had sent, uh, troops to, to Iraq. Mm. Yeah. Mm. To me, that was, um, a, a yeah. really, um, a horrible, um, thing to, to, to see. And it made so me you, really, really you angry. were, you were and are very anti- I guess very, very anti the Iraq War. I guess that'd be fair to say. Um. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 and you know, because you know, I, I was growing up. I'm, I'm young. I'm in my early twenties, and you know, there's, there's, um, there's people in Europe like, um, mass shootings by terrorists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why mm-hmm. did that happen? It's because of the instability that was was caused, uh, during you know, um, George Bush's holy war stuff. Um, it was just complete madness. Um, I, I grew up watching, um, you know, on the news, uh, videos of, you know, you'd, you'd see like, um, uh, like a bomb had gone off in, in Baghdad and, and see like, you know, parents like screaming and like smacking their heads on the coffin and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, I, I just started to read why did that happen and everything that was going on. And then I found out that my prime minister, it's because of my prime minister, John, John Key, the prime minister of New Zealand, mm. um, wanted to attack Iraq. 
Mm. And um, that, that's what caused it. And that's mm. the way I look at it. And it, it made me extremely angry and it made me disgusted with my own country. And, um, yeah. you know, yeah. and I think that, that's normal. I was very young. I was, you know, I was, I was hot-headed and um, it, mm. it, it was one of the most um, outrageous um, you know, acts of international, international um, kind of banditry that you can imagine. Yeah. Well, I remember. I mean, North Korea's never done anything in their entire history, which is as crazy as that, you know. Yeah, I mean. I mean, name one thing that North Korea's ever done, you know, nothing. <laughs> the, the, the North Korea is pretty bad. The fuck, they've put people in the, in in camps yeah. and stuff, and they the you know no. the, the kidnapping of so international crime. That I think the worst thing you know is the kidnapping of uh, Japanese um, citizens. That's that's really really. Uh, horrible and stuff, but you know, attacking Iraq—it's yeah. just crazy, you know. And 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 the thing is that they could have actually um, attacked the country um, and um, looked after it. But if you look at what was going on, is they just didn't, you know. They would f- people. There, there are some. There were some Americans um, that were sent in there who who were, were taking it yeah. seriously and it were smart people, and. They were fired. They were gotten rid of. They were seen as problem, like problematic. Yeah. Um, so it was just the most worst incompet- incompetence. Well, one of the one of the problems with the Iraq War. I'm I'm listening to a podcast about it um, because um, I don't know for for reasons I don't quite understand. Uh, mm. I'm fascinated by the Iraq War. Mm. Like it, it just fascinates me. Yeah. Um, but also the run up to it fascinates me. That yeah. more than anything else is just fascinates me. Mm. But the thing is, um, the American intelligence community was now we can debate or people can debate. Did they did they want to find this or did they find it? Like, did they want to find that you could just depose Saddam and put Chalabi in charge and everything would be okay? Or did they find that? You know, but that's essentially what they wanted. That that's essentially what they had set out to do initially. Yeah. And then at some point during the Iraq War, during during the occupation, uh, it slowly dawned on people uh, that um, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I would often, you know, take on the very hyperbolic position in the way I'd argue it, but I, I would, you know, it, it's, I don't believe that the United States government deliberately did things um, in order to create ISIS, but if no, they did, yeah. if they did, they probably wouldn't have done things much differently, you know, if, if, if you wanted me to take control of everything right. and say, hey, Anthony, we need ISIS to come along, I'd be like, okay, well, um, you know, I'll disband the um, the main political party and, and then I'd say they're all unemployed and then, then they'll get their guns and, you know, so it, it's just, it, it's very, very frustrating yeah. once, uh, what was that documentary called? It was called um, No End in Sight. It was a very good documentary and it interviewed um, the, um, I think I saw the people. that. Yeah, it's a very good documentary yeah. and there's a lot of you just see that there were actually some honest good smart intelligent um americans in there who were fighting to to yeah. to um do what needed to be done and um but the, but the government um didn't uh 
didn't. Yeah. It's complicated, but they, they, they well, a lot right. of them got fired or gotten rid of, or um, and and the ones that were left because there were some that were left, and the ones that were left, even like they had either personal moments of epiphany or whatever, where they mm. they were just like, okay, this is not going to work. Yeah. Like maybe they should have instituted uh, a no Republican rule. So if you're well, if you identify as a Republican, then um, you're not allowed to uh, you know make any decisions whatsoever. And then maybe the situation would have been a lot better. <laughs> actually, one of the guys um, actually was a registered Republican. One of the guys who thought that was actually a registered Republican. Oh yeah, all right. He was like, okay, this is not going to work. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're not all bad. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um Yeah. So I don't know, it's it's been an interesting conversation. Is there anything you wanted to say before we uh have to do yeah. this sucker? Um <laughs> How about I've got a show idea for you. Okay. How about Analyzing the most powerful photos in history. Oh my god, that's it's such cool. a good yeah. I'll send you I'll send you about five and then maybe you could do a show on them. No, that sounds amazing. Um yeah. I have a WeShare account. Yeah. I have a WeShare account. I can you can put it put put them in there. Um yeah. uh Hmm. All, All right. right. Well, thank you very much for having me on. Well, as always, people, I'm having a good day, and I hope you are too. And I'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 See ya. Thank you. Hold on. Don't leave. <laughs>